You're listening to the conservative mic. So listen to this. Listen to this. Okay, listen. We have some bad hombres here. Welcome to the Conservative Mike podcast, and we continue our series on the creation of the world. This is episode two, Genesis chapter one, and we'll look at verses one through verse three, and I am going to read that to you right now. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of the waters. Then God said, let there be light, and there was light. The first 11 chapters of the Bible have been relegated by many as myths, legends, and not real history. Some liberal Christians say that it contains spiritual truth. And there seems to be an alarming number of Christian leaders and teachers who believe that God created through evolutionary processes over millions of years. And that Adam and Eve, descended from some hominid population, evolved, and they evolved from subhumans. There never was a real flood. The Noah account of the ark story all was adapted from a Babylonian myth. And so what they try to do is try to force geologic ages and organic evolution into the scriptures. Now, the core of religious, historical, and scientific debate centers on the first 11 chapters of Genesis. But Jesus himself believed and validated Genesis as true history. You can go to Mark chapter 10, verse 6 through 8, Mark 13, verse 19, Luke 11, verse 50 through 51, John 5, verse 45 through 47, Matthew 10, 15. It's all through the scriptures. So let's just go ahead and begin, and we'll begin right here at verse 2. We last, uh, episode 1 speaks about verse 1, in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth. But there in verse 2, he said, The earth was without form and void. Without form. A Hebrew word, tohu. The word means undeveloped, empty, a wilderness, desolate. It means to lie in waste. But the little phrase there, the little word says, And the earth was. Now, some have translated that as became. But no, haya simply means was. That's the fact. That's the way it was at the time. It didn't become that way. It was that way. Very important to hang on to that little word, was, as we see later on. Again, the earth was without form. Tohu, empty, and void. And that's a little, it's actually a play on words in the Hebrew, bohu. And the word void there, in Genesis chapter 1, verse 2, means unfashioned, uninhabited, empty. It means without people in it. So the actual Hebrew phrase is tohu va pohu. The earth was undeveloped and uninhabited. But the raw material is here. Unformed, all right? One great vast deep water and the watery parts and the earthly parts were not separated yet and they will be. And that brings up an interesting uh point about the word was or became, there's the, what's called the gap theory. And there are those who believe that there's a great gap between verse 1 and verse 2. 
in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it says here, the earth was without form and void. But there's a gap there. Some believe that. And the idea is that there, in that gap, there's billions of years that ago that God created space, mass, and time, the universe. And here's where they put the geologic ages that took billions of years for God to create. He started and things evolved. God, I guess, got it started. And it's all about trying to accommodate the evolutionist. And the Bible was very clear, as we'll see over and over again. In the beginning, God created. And every day, the Hebrew word yom is 24 hours. But in order to accommodate the evolutionist, there are some, uh, quote, Christians who believe that there was a geologic age system here, that billions of years of earth history were in that gap. You know, that this is part of the Genesis record. And now you have the Cambrian period, the, Cres uh, the Cretaceous period, and it goes on and on and on. And what they believed is during the gap, there was a great cataclysm. And this is where Satan had his rebellion when he fell from heaven. And it affected the earth, and it ruined the earth. So God recreated. Well, I personally don't believe that. I believe that the Hebrew language and syntax does not lend itself to that. Death and suffering was already in the world? No. The Bible is clear. Death and suffering came through Adam's sin, and Genesis states that very clear. Even as we study paleontology and look at the fossil record, all right, and the fossil record is more sympathetic to a flood, a great flood. And the Bible is very clear that the Hebrew word yom is a 24-hour period. So when God says in Genesis that uh, uh, this day, that day, God said he speaks about day, seven days, those are 24-hour periods. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And the earth was without form and void. And darkness was on the face of the deep. Let's take that phrase, darkness was on the face of the deep in Genesis 1, verse 2. The Hebrew word darkness means a night, obscurity, the absence of light. Darkness was on the face of the deep, and this deep means a vast ocean of water and earth. And, and actually, when you look at the Hebrew word and kind of look at what's called the etymology of the word, it lends itself to the word raging roaring or turbulent waters so we can see there was an absence of light on turbulent waters raging roaring muddy yucky and then the bible says that the spirit of god was hovering over the face of the water let's take each word spirit is ruach it means wind breath and it means to exhale, to blast. So the spirit of Elohim is hovering. But let's over and pull over and park it just a minute on the word hovering. The spirit of Elohim is hovering over the face of the water. You know, it, the actual word means to vibrate in the presence of the water. It means to brood over the deep like a mother hen broods over her eggs that are getting ready to hatch. And the word means a vibrant moving, actually a protective hovering. So now we see God is at work in the universe, interacting with it, interrelating with it. 
And here the, is the presence of God at work. Now, that means something. If God is involved in this, and the Bible is very clear that he spoke these words in the beginning, God created, and it says the Spirit of God is hovering over this void, this watery, muddy mess, that means that there is purpose and meaning in the universe. If God is involved in creation, that means the universe has purpose and meaning. It's not a great big machine clanking away in some aimless fashion. It's under the control by the wisdom and power of God. That God intends an end, and he's accomplishing that. That history is linear, not circular. That history has a beginning, yes, and an end, where we will enter into eternity. So it's not karma or reincarnation. Here we see that God is the prime mover. Pulsating forth from the breath of God is waves of gravitational energy, the hovering, waves of electromagnetic energy. He is shaping the earth. He is coalescing our world into a spherical form, translating inorganic into organic. Planet Earth is forming at a point in space. And let's go a little farther down. Now he says here, I believe it's in verse 3, Then God said, Let there be light, and there was light. The first step God took was to create light. The Spirit of God hovered to bring light to the darkness, to bring shape out of formlessness. And you know light is absolutely essential to any life. And without light, there is no life. To bring order out of chaos, you need light. Now, notice there's no mention of where the light is coming from. There's no sun yet. There's no moon. There's no stars yet. But light is a symbol of God. But more than that, the Bible is very clear. The Bible says that God is light. Not light is God. That would be pantheism. God is light. 1 John 1.5 says, God is light, and in him is no darkness at all. God said, God spoke, it means is the expression of his will, of his power, of his ability, of his efficacy. It said, God said, his light, God's light, God is energizing the universe. And this force maintains all system, all structures, all processes, in all matter. This energy that is emanating from God includes visible light. It includes shortwave radiation, that's ultraviolet light, x-rays. Longwave radiation, which is infrared, radio waves. It includes heat and sound, electricity, magnetism, all forms of electromagnetic energies and molecular interactions. In one sense, light was not created because the Bible says God is light, direct light. And then you have indirect light, that is the sun and moon stars, and they will be created. But the first thing God had to do, the first step from chaos to order is light. Isn't that funny? That's the same thing with our lives, isn't it? This is how God works in our lives. The Bible says he enlightens us. You know, light has three levels. There is a physical level, that's the lamp. You turn on the lamp, you got some light, right? 
There's a psychic level, that's knowledge or truth. When people said, man, I was reading this book and the light was turned on. And then there's spiritual light. There is a spiritual level. Listen to 2 Corinthians chapter 4. I believe it's in verse 3 through 6. I want to take my Bible out here. I want to read to you 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 3 through 6. And this is the spiritual light. But even if our gospel is veiled, it is veiled to those who are perishing, whose mind the God of this age has blinded, who do not believe, lest the light of the gospel of the glory of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine on them. For we do not preach ourselves, but Christ Jesus, the Lord, ourselves, your bondservants, for Jesus' sake. For it is the God who commanded light to shine out of darkness, who has shone in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. John 1, 4 says, In him was life, and the light was the light of men. John 8, 12 says, I am the light of the world. If any man should follow me, he shall not walk in darkness, but shall have the light of light. God saves, or when God saves, he turns the light on. He wakes you up. Life looks different. Your desires become different. Consciousness is awakened, like Adam and Eve. And you begin to get God consciousness and sin consciousness. So growing, when we talk about growing in the Lord, is light expanding growing in knowledge, and as we grow in knowledge, we have more light. All right, this has been episode two of the creation of the world. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was without form and void, and was on the, and the darkness was on the face of the deep, and the Spirit of God was hovering over the face of waters. All right, stay tuned for episode three coming up soon. Thanks for listening.